everyone and welcome or welcome back to another episode of the things I wish I said podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed my last episode where I talked about dating with anxiety and that was really targeted for anyone who is trying to date and may have anxiety or be a little bit more anxious than normal or for anyone who's dating someone who has shared with them that they have anxiety um, or just anyone who just wants to listen to me talk. So I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you didn't listen to it yet, definitely go check that out. Today's episode is going to be, I don't really want to say different because it's all at the end of the day still about mental health and lifestyle, but it's more combined this time. So I wanted to talk about gut health. (laughs) I don't know why. It just kind of was what I was thinking about when I was getting my microphone out to start recording. I have been... I I guess the reason why I want to talk about it is because, again, I will reference a lot of TikTok, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm learning a lot from just kind of scrolling through. And I, I know that these people are not doctors. I know that some of them are. Some of them are nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, mental health therapists, but I know that the way that I emphasize that this podcast is not meant to replace like therapy or anything like that um I know it's the same thing for TikTok I cannot go there and like expect my entire life to be changed just because my like someone said one good advice but it has been helpful and I'm learning a lot about how like gut health um and like allergies can really contribute to um mental health and I think that that's I guess you can say, I don't want to say it's obvious, but when I say that it contributes, I'm not, I don't know the science behind any of it at the moment, but my idea of when I say it, it it contributes is that anyone who's uncomfortable, like in my experiences, if I'm having a stomach ache, I know that like if you're more anxious about something, you have a big deal. You ever heard of like the nervous poos or whatever, anxiety poos? That's a real thing. Like when you have to use the bathroom every time you're nervous or you have really bad anxiety. And I feel like I kind of relate that with the gut health because I had to stop eating dairy at one point. I mean, I I like self-diagnosed myself as lactose intolerant because, I mean, it just seemed pretty obvious. Like I just always had a sensitivity to dairy or lactose. And um, I just kind of one day decided that I wanted to stop having dairy. And I kind of did it as just to test myself to see if I was capable of sticking to my word. And so I stopped eating dairy for a few months and which was a very long time like and I mean I stopped eating dairy to the extreme of making sure I was checking like ingredients and I wasn't having if it said any milk in it I didn't have it I was really proud of myself um but that could be a whole different episode about like setting goals and following through which is definitely a topic I want to talk about because I I always struggle with setting goals and making sure that I stick to them but that was one that I did stick to And then when I moved to New York, which I mean, pizza, like I I, I couldn't, I couldn't not like just eat it. And so I did. And then I kind of backtracked from there and would only eat dairy if it was a special occasion or if I had lactate pills and things like that. But anyways, my point is, is that I stopped eating dairy and it really helped when it came to like, if I was anxious or nervous about something, I might, I might've had a little stomach ache, but I didn't have to go like rushing to the bathroom because I my stomach wasn't as sensitive as it was when I was eating dairy. 
like especially if you have an anxious day or you have like a job interview like a social event and then you have like a whole bunch of milk or cheese and stuff like that and then you're anxious like you're gonna it's gonna produce more of a chance of you using the bathroom like again I don't know how scientifically proven that is but in my experiences when I stopped eating dairy my stomach aches when it came to my anxious symptoms really like reduced and um so that was great that was really great but I I guess now I've been having like a lot of issues with my gut health like with bloatation and just like everything just always feels so uncomfortable and I mean I have been having more dairy but it's not enough to where I think it's contributing to like gut issues I mean it could be and I'm like I saw a dietitian and everything I'm like really trying to make it a priority because like I feel like in order to really target whatever's going on mentally you have to not only focus on your mental health but it's important to focus on like your environment um your allergies and just like things that you surround yourself with right because at the end of the day like one you are what you consume right and you are what you surround yourself with I guess if that makes sense um you know, if you have a messy room, like your your mind might be a little bit more cluttered. That's why you keep your stuff organized and things like that. So, I've just been really trying to take this like this chance, especially now that I'm going to be starting my internship. I just want to be the best version of myself, especially if I'm going to have to be there for someone else. And I want to preach and I want to um, provide all these you know therapeutic advice and skills. I should be taking my own advice. And that's why I'm just trying to make sure that I'm putting my health in every way first. And I've just been struggling because my dietitian decided they want, well, they they told me that I should try a low FODMAP diet. And I had started hearing about low FODMAP because of TikTok. And I was like, watch that be what I have to get put on. And that's apparently for IBS. Like I was never diagnosed with IBS. I'm not really even sure if I have that. But my dietitian, she even said it. She's like, I can't diagnose like gut health, but what I can do is kind of we can figure out like the food that triggers you to have like stomach issues. And so like being on a low FODMAP diet, you have to take you have to like reduce a lot of not reduce, but you have to remove a lot of food items like food groups that you normally would eat and you have to like kind of stop eating it for it's like I think they only recommend it for up to six weeks. At least my dietitian said that. And the point of that is so then you could start reintroducing the foods back into your diet and then you could kind of see like what um, is triggering it, right? And like this was to the point where it was like no beans, no garlic, no onion, certain vegetables, no wheat or uh, stuff like that. And I just was thinking and I had I was going on a vacation. I don't know if I mentioned before like my other podcast that I was going to Mexico, but I went to Mexico around like it was like I, I had my appointment and then two weeks later was Mexico and I was like there's no way I'm going on a low FODMAP diet before I'm about to travel and so I was like you know what when I come back I'll, I'll cut everything out and kind of see but I ended up not doing that just because my I just I think food is the one thing that is consistently making me happy I love cooking I love trying new recipes and I, as much as I love my gut health too I was like I've never had an issue with onions and garlic. Like, I think that it's very, it, so it's very interesting, right? So I'm sitting here saying, like, obviously gut health has a lot to do with your mental health. But then I also feel like your mental health has a lot to do with your gut health. And so 
I'm like, I was having a moment where I was having issues with my gut, but I was also very highly stressed out at that time. I mentioned in my last podcast that I was interviewing for internships. I had four classes. I had a lot of papers. So like, if you think about it around that time, like which, what's causing what, you know? And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if a professional would know that, you know, especially if like two things are happening at once. I mean, I think that if clearly if I was like diagnosed with say IBS or there's something else that she said, um, I don't know what she, it was like, let me, let me, let me look it up so I don't mess up the name. Um, but she was just saying like things that it could potentially be. Um, but yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the other Oh, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So my point is, is that like, if I were to have been diagnosed with like those gut health issues, then maybe it's more likely that that could be causing like the overly stressed feelings and whatnot. But also like it could be either or. And so I think that's why you have to target everything. Like you can't just heal your gut health and just think well now I'm not going to ever be anxious or be depressed or anything like that you have to kind of if you have like first of all you should make the time but my thing is if you if you don't have the resources it could be pretty difficult you don't want to self-diagnose and you don't want to like do only do home remedies especially if you don't even know where to start but I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now where I'm like I don't I'm not 100% sure if like if it was an a stress thing or if I genuinely need to go see a um, GI doctor you know so I think that that's kind of why I want to talk about it today because I feel like a lot of people are probably going through the same thing and I say that because like I said with TikTok I see a lot of girls with stomach issues um, and it's just a very common thing like and it's something I'm noticing is that as I get older I mean, I'm only 25 but Things are hitting a little differently now. <laughs> um, you know, like when I have certain food items, um, I get heartburn now. I like, and I'm only 25. You know, but I just think that that's just a, a it's just very factual. Like, as you age, like certain things affect your body more. And when I could have a whole bunch of ketchup and tomato sauce and hot sauce, and I would have no issues, but now I find myself having um, like heartburn. And then that heartburn, uh, I don't know it's heartburn because I'm like, why would I, why would I have heartburn, right? And then I I get it or I get um like acid reflux and then that mistake like I mistake those symptoms as me like not being able to breathe, right? So then I start to trigger a panic attack because I'm like, I can't breathe. My chest feels so heavy, but then all I really need to do is pop a um you know, like a, a medic, like a Pepto-Bismol or whatever, Tums just to like reduce those effects. And then I'm like, fine. But because I'm so always thinking everything is, um, you know, like mental health related or that I'm having like an anxiety or panic attack, I start to panic even more. And then now I'm like, you know, doing deep breaths and trying to like calm my anxiety, which at the end of the day, it, it definitely exists, but it, it's existing more because of this unknown symptom that of heartburn like from my gut health and from having the wrong food and so I just think it's really crazy and I almost wish like I want to be I saw this thing a few months ago and on TikTok and it was like I'm a food psychologist and I was like is that a thing 
Is that really? Because th- then I saw people being like, that's not a thing, right? But again, that's the whole, like, you can't believe everything you, everything you see. Um, and so during this time, I was told to, to take magnesium. And so I started doing that. Um, but I, I don't, I don't have enough information yet to say if it's working. But I also, <laughs> ding, 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 TikTok, I decided I wanted to try chlorophyll because I kept seeing such good things about it, really helping with um, digestion and like your skin and stuff like that but then I also again if I see something I'm gonna try to test it out and like look and see and my my um my my dietitian she even said she's like well I don't there's not enough studies or evidence about chlorophyll for me to really recommend it or to say anything about it but I still was like I'm still gonna just try it because that's just (laughs) how I am and I've tried it for a little bit, but I'm not, I didn't really stay consistent. But like the things that I was going through, like the, those couple weeks, they're better and I'm not taking anything consistently. So I, I really think it was an environmental thing. I think that my stress levels were high at the time. And so I was more sensitive to like certain foods. And so it's just crazy. It all comes full circle. But what I was doing was looking up if there's a food psychologist like what is that and I yeah yeah okay so I mean if I would have known about all these things back in the day before like back in the day as in like a year ago before I became enrolled in this program I would be interested in that because I love cooking I love eating I always wanted to be like a food critic but I'm also the most sensitive person in the world and have no like I don't have like a a a good food palette like I eat the most basic things but I love food so I just I incorporate it into like a lot of my like self-care um like cooking and baking um so if I would have known about this field I probably would have gone in it and I don't know if it's too late but I'm sure I would need to get like a whole completely separate degree but it says a nutritional psychology wait what nutritional psychology does not provide an intervention or diagnosis but it provides psychoeducation on understanding the relationship between their dietary intake and their mood behavior and mental health that is so interesting um I think that there needs to be that needs to be more in the public or that needs to be um, advocated for more and people need to know more about that because I think that not only does you know talking about your trauma and your family and yourself and history and all that help but figuring out what you're intaking and what you're putting in your body is also very important and that's why I've always wanted to take like a holistic approach but I don't think I think that it's a combination of everything. So I'm not going to ever say like, you know, medication isn't real. Just, you know, have, have this natural plant. Like I'm, I don't know enough. And I think that as a, as someone who wants to help heal others, you have to keep your mind open, your mind, heart and soul open, you know, to all type of, um, like interventions and all type of healing methods and so I'm just like pretty mind blown at the amount of different ways you can approach your mental health and stuff like that and I think that this is what the purpose of learning and all that is is because eventually I'm gonna find you know like what it is like in my routine and my method that I think is gonna work and I'm also trying to test it out on myself so I'm trying to fix my gut health and I'm trying to 
target like what could be causing a what could be causing this is b causing a is a causing b i don't know and of course i can't do that on my own if i'm gonna want people to trust me i'm gonna have to trust like someone else too you know i'm gonna have to trust a dietitian i'm gonna have to trust maybe i'll look into a food therapist i don't know i'm still trying to figure all that out but i do think that that was really interesting to read because i food does definitely 1000 percent affect your behavioral health not only your physical health so i hope you guys enjoyed this random episode i don't know i i think like i said if this reaches the right audience who have struggled with some like gut stomach health issues, I think it'll be really helpful. But I do, there are a lot of people in my life that I know who don't have those same experiences of having food issues. Um, like it's very possible that your body isn't as sensitive as sensitive to like certain things. And that's so great. I really wish that I did. I, I didn't have to worry about eating garlic or onions and having like bloatation, or whatever the case is, you know, beans and um, so there's like, you know, I have so many food allergies. So it would make sense that like, I can't have soy. I can't have, I mean, dairy, like I said, it's a slippery slope. I've been incorporating um, hard cheeses because like I'm trying, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to cut it all out if I don't need to. And apparently like parmesan has no lactose things like that so i'm just trying to like play around with my diet especially if i'm gonna have to cut out certain things like i'm i'm scared i'm gonna have to cut out like gluten and all these things so you know i'm just trying to figure it out and if you're listening and you struggle with the same stuff like let's figure it out together i'm sure i will you know update anyone who's listening on my journey of trying to heal my gut health and if anyone has any like suggestions or any other podcast that they know about that talks about gut health and food and mental health that would be cool um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed and I like I always say reach out to me on my Instagram at mSmithTherapy or my email mSmithCoaching at gmail.com and just let me know what you guys think like I said feedback let me know about if you struggle with like IBS or any gut health things um And like maybe another I'll do another episode of like all the home remedies I've tried because like I do try a lot of stuff like I told you chlorophyll. I've been trying magnesium. Um, Sometimes I'll do like apple cider vinegar with cinnamon, which I don't really know if there's any like proof behind any of that, but it doesn't hurt to try. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye. (music)